The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. Please note that there will be no episode on the 27th so that I may recharge. And boy, do I need it. Um, I stayed up late for like the last four nights in a row for different reasons, but one of the reasons was going back and forth with the Apple Review Board explaining chronic stress monitoring and how it works, but ultimately the My Stress Alarm app was rejected because I needed to provide links to medical sources that serve as the basis of my stress scoring system. And... At first, I thought, you know, this really isn't applicable to chronic stress monitoring. But after some reflection, I actually think it's a good idea, and I'm going to provide those links and sources. I'm actually glad it got rejected because it made me see things from a different perspective. And I think that's always a good thing. And so those links will be available on both the iOS and Android, so everyone can take a look at those sources. And I'm going to resubmit the app to the App Store for review, but I'm probably not going to make it before the testing status expires, which apparently means more work for the developers to do a new build or whatever and upload it. And basically means it's probably going to be available on iOS later than Android. Um, And hopefully they won't reject it again after uh, I provide the links to the sources. And this kind of leads me into today's topic, which is simply wrapping up the year from my perspective. I've been working on the My Stress Alarm app all year. It's been very high priority for me. We basically started in January with the current developer uh, I'm working with. And we converted what used to be on the My Stress Alarm website into a native app for both iOS and Android. We used user interface best practices and added more functionality than was available on the website. I really like the push notification, so you don't even have to remember to do it. You know, you don't have to remember to put your assessments in each day. It'll just remind you and you click on it, takes you right to the form, answer a couple questions put in your symptoms, you're done for the day. Um, And you don't have to sign in every time, although there's a bug right now, we've got to fix it. But there's a lot more functionality and flexibility built into the app, let's just say. So I'm eager to get these defects fixed and have people uh, start to use it and and get some feedback. I'm also going to try to reach out to different organizations, including the wellness departments or innovation departments, if, if they have such a thing, uh, at some of our biggest and most reputable health institutions here in Baltimore, um, and just see if I can, you know, solicit their feedback on the My Stress Alarm app and chronic stress monitoring. 
Of course, uh, there was my back injury this year. Had to hire someone to mow the lawn. Just seems so weird to do that. I'm one of those people, you know how everybody, you know, there's certain things that they just like to do themselves. Some people just, they have to, you know, change their own oil in the car. I'm like, heck with that. But I'm I'm that way with mowing the lawn. You know, I want to mow my own lawn. Plus, I need the exercise, you know. But not this year. This year, I had to hire somebody to do it. I also have to hire someone to shovel my snow this winter, if we get any. That's another thing I like doing by myself. At least on our neck of the woods, um, it's been pretty good weather so far. But winter technically hasn't even started yet. So, um, also had to fill out a whole bunch of paperwork, MRI, new patient forms, all kinds of stuff. And of course, there was the pain itself, which I still have pain, but not nearly to the extent uh, I did a pre-spinal injection. Thank God for that. And it really... You know, this back injury was really a wake-up call to not take for granted the obvious things like the ability to walk. You know, that's nice. So, I mean, it's been a very humbling experience. One thing about the injury, because I can't do what I normally would do, is I started regularly meditating and and deep breathing exercises. And I really think it's going to be key to controlling my blood pressure So that's another good thing, I guess, that came out of being injured. And it's funny, I went back and listened to last year's year-end wrap-up, and I was celebrating getting this podcast off the ground, which was definitely an accomplishment, being that I knew nothing about podcasting when I started. Not that I know that much now, but... And I guess, you know, this is as good a time as any to thank you once again for your continued support and continuing to listen to this podcast. I really appreciate it because I know you could be listening to many other podcasts or doing any number of things instead for that matter. So I really do appreciate it. It's not the biggest podcast out there. The production isn't fancy. I don't get all the big name A-listers on my show, at least not yet. But as I've said before, I like to think of this podcast as the little engine that could. And it's hard to believe that in a few months, it'll be two whole years since launching this podcast. That's that's crazy fast. And my promise still remains the same. Come hell or high water, I'll deliver a new episode each Monday by 5 a.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. And once all the major bugs are out of this uh, My Stress Alarm app, I'll, I'll be refocusing my efforts on the podcast to improve the quality, quite frankly. And I'm already working on some interviews right now, so more to come on that. And there's no question uh, improvements can be made, and I definitely welcome your feedback. You can always email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. And you can always go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash perfectstress, and drop a comment there. I'd be much obliged. And speaking of interviews, I I know I didn't do too many this year because, again, I was so focused on the My Stress Alarm app, getting that launched. But I did an interview with uh, Jen Drucker way back in January about the stresses of caring for someone with special needs. That's episode 37. It's a very interesting episode. If you haven't listened to it, 
Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, and then the very next week, I talked with Tiffany Evans of Vibe Career Services. I just love that name, Vibe Career Services. And Tiffany helps people with career development, which can be very stressful. And I can't think of too many other things that are more important and needed in our society in career development. And then a couple months later, I talked with Sharon Coyle Said. That's episode 47, who is a wealth of knowledge in a variety of subject areas and a lot to share from a personal experience as well. Very insightful, and you can learn a lot from her. And uh, very fun talking with her, and I hope to have her uh, back again at some point. I hope to have all my guests back again at some point for that matter. Um, And then a few weeks later, after uh, Sharon, I talked with Jessica Corvo, that that is uh, episode 50, who is also a wealth of of knowledge and experience, Um, always seems full of energy, a great motivator, uh, brings together coaching of all types. And, uh, you know, that was it for for interviews this year. I wanted to do more, but you know, my stress alarm kind of took over the time uh, I would have used for interviews. And by the way, interviews take longer than monologues for sure. Uh, because, you know, first I got to do my research and then reach out to uh, the uh, prospective guest and ask the person if they would be interested and explain what kinds of topics we'll be talking about. And then we go back and forth until we can find a date and And then it typically takes about four times longer to record than a monologue, 15 minutes versus an hour, give or take, which means the time to edit also takes longer. And I usually match up two independent tracks. So so in other words, I record locally on my PC to get the better quality. And then usually I use Zoom to meet with the guests. So the quality quality on the other end is so-so. It's certainly... um, uh, adequate, but in general, it's it's better sound quality and um, for the podcast. So the only way better would be, I think, what they call end to end. So basically, um, my guest would have a uh, would record their their side uh, locally as well, and then somehow uh, get that file over to me. But um, I think, generally speaking, it's pretty good sound quality. But let me know if you if you feel otherwise. But also there are times my guests might lose internet connectivity. And I'm like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so I cut out that part. Uh, so all you hear is a nice smooth interview. But that takes time as well. But I think interviews are more interesting than monologues. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with, with monologues. But it's nice to get different personalities and points of view. So I'm definitely going to focus more on interviews this coming year because, again, I'm not going to have to spend so much time on the app. Don't get me wrong now. I'm going to, I plan on adding uh, much more functionality to the My Stress Alarm app, but that's a never-ending feedback loop. So, But I feel I'm going to be able to pace myself better, let's just say, in this coming year. So again, uh, there will be no episode on the 27th so that I can recharge. And then I think that next episode is going to be my New Year's resolutions for 2022. Very exciting. I'm just kidding. 
Uh, but I'll try to make it interesting for sure. But I'm really looking forward to 2022 and being able to hike again, maybe play tennis. But in terms of this podcast, definitely focusing more on growth and improved quality. Whereas this year, it was more about building, building mostly the app, but also uh, continuing to um, build out the uh, podcast in different ways behind the scenes. And also continuing to grow the Maestro's Alarm app in the coming year with, with your feedback. Can't do it without you. And I hope your next year will go uh, better than this year. And I hope this year was good for you as well. Anyway, um, that's my two cents for this week. If you are celebrating the holidays, have a great time with friends and family. If you're not celebrating, just celebrate that you're still alive, right? And hopefully fairly pain-free. And uh, maybe even reflect on this past year as I have. And everything you've had to endure and, and what growth you've made. And celebrate that. Anyway, stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. And thank you very much for listening. Have you ever felt like you pushed yourself so much that it actually affected your health, either physically or mentally? If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, my stress alarm might be just the solution for you. It takes just a minute a day to use, and in no time you'll be walking that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. That's my stress alarm, available on both iOS and Android. No wearables or sensors needed. So why not give My Stress Alarm a try today? Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.